there is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man. It is a dimension as vast as space and as timeless as infinity. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition, and it lies between the pit of man's fears and the summit of his knowledge. This is the dimension of imagination. It is an area which we call the twilight zone. We're back. We are. <laughs> We're back. Oh, boy. Welcome back, everybody. Purple Pill Show. I am the code. Co-pilot Tim Botdos. 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 In another timeline. In That's another a timeline. Mandela, dude. <laughs> it, honestly, it is. Because you've it's always been Botdos. It's always been bot dos because you even have the eight bit square pusher tattoo. It's bot dos and it's a it's a, a callback to the first personal computers. Dos. DOS. DOS was the operating system. Right. MS DOS. Yeah, and like then that. and then eight bit is a is bot dos. You're bot dos. <laughs> but okay. you like you like bot dos though, huh? Bot dos. You know, I and to be fair, I'm, your ex, I remember her just saying bot a lot. Just calling you bot. So I don't know where the... When you're hanging out with Jason and I, you would say bot dos, I think. Or did you always say dos? Are you mandela me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, are you serious? You just got Mandela. No, no, but seriously, are, is this is this something? I thought it was bot dos. You're the code. Yeah, <laughs> I am. I am. I am the code. But you're... I'm bot dos. You're bot dos. <laughs> You're gonna be bot dos. Is yeah. it bot dos? Yeah. Sounds better bot dos. Sounds better bot dos. In another timeline. Oh my. Are we recording both channels? Talk. Are you? Is it? Yeah, it is. It is? Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna tell the audience? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. It's too it's too much. It's too early in the morning. It's just <laughs> <clears throat> I they know. wouldn't believe it. I know. <laughs> well, you know, the first time we did it, I thought that'd be the only time we did it. And this last time that we did the unmentionable was worse than the first time because it was a longer. Yeah. Yeah. That was hard to choke down. <laughs> this is the show where we suspend our beliefs on what was and what is, and we use our imagination on what is and what could be. In order to transcend the matrix, hack the 3D and exit the Truman Show. That's what we are trying to accomplish. That's the end goal. That's the end goal. Two years ago, I had a spiritual awakening uh, from the Holy Spirit. Downloaded me, uh, downloaded to me ancient knowledge and universal laws that... Uh, after that happened, within the first twenty four to seventy two hours, it was I, it was like innate. I knew these different these different things about these certain subjects that I never had any interest in before. I was just kind of a mainstream uh, Christian. I wasn't a, a Bible thumper or a zealot, but you know, I was. You know, I went to a normal church and heard the normal sermons. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and then I had this experience, and uh, I related all to Tim. 
and he had a similar experience that was kind of in the background, kind of a little more uh, on the down low. And, um, <laughs> a download <laughs> yeah. on the down low. I, I got a download, <laughs> and he got the download on, on the down low. Uh, he got sober, and um, you know he was at a point where he's, his famous quote is, I think I died, and there's a I'm convinced he says, I am convinced there is a graves a gravesite in in uh in Riverside somewhere with my name on it. <laughs> and then he showed me video um of him basically I mean he is dead in the video from what I could see. And then it, um, uh, it's it's weird. <laughs> it's really weird. And then um And there's no blood in my veins. Right. <laughs> yeah, and there is <laughs> there's no blood in his veins. <laughs> according to the doctor and the medical <laughs> professionals. <laughs> Seriously, seriously, oh, that God. is a true. That is true. That's crazy. <laughs> he went to go have a medical procedure, and they tried to find a vein, just like last week, and they literally pricked him eleven or twelve times, and they said they could not find a vein. They couldn't find a vein, and then they got the um, <laughs> ultrasound to find a vein, and found it. the fa- The nurse found the vein, watched the needle go in the vein, and couldn't draw blood, and she was started to freak out. It looks like I'm in it. <laughs> It feels like I'm in it, but there's nothing coming out. There's That's, nothing yeah. coming out. Oh, oh but much. I told my wife that one. She goes, so then he is dead <laughs> because she knows the backstory. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, that's great. Uh, this episode is called Meditation. Sweet. We're going to finally get into that. But first, we're going to go into Mandela Effect Update. Mandela effect, nano, nano, Mandela effect update. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, what, what the Mandela effect? So the Mandela effect is a symptom of timeline shifts. Uh, as you, okay. So the download, <clears throat> the nuts and bolts of it, the spiritual awakening download that I received, the nuts and bolts of that are that there is a, there's a way to achieve. Utopia. There's a way to achieve nirvana or heaven, the kingdom of heaven, in this life as we're living. And in order to do that, you have to follow the instructions that uh, the master gives us, specifically in the New Testament, by loving God, loving yourself, and loving your neighbor. The laws. The laws of love. If you do those, then your vibration will vibrate higher and higher and higher and then you will start to shift into different timelines that resonate with that same vibration as you are traveling through these timelines there'll be small changes so your car outside will still be red if it's red right your kids names will still be the same you you know these type of things will still be the same there'll be minute differences that if you were just kind of in your normal hustle and bustle, you would miss. Um, but, and I'm not sure how many people are on this, <clears throat> I'm hoping the whole world, but I'm not sure how many people are on the same journey that we're on, going through these timelines, trying to bring heaven to earth or get to the timeline where heaven is on earth. But there's enough of us where we have taken note of the differences of the timelines. And those differences are called Mandela effects. 
Gotcha. Um, and one of the more famous ones is the Berenstain Bears. Mm. That's one of the first ones. We where, did an episode. Yeah, we did. We, we've touched on it. Right. Where the Berenstain Bears was S-T-E-I-N. Like Berenstain Bears. Berenstain Bears. Mm-hmm. And now it is the Berenstain Bears, S-T-A-I-N. And it was never Berenstain. I mean, that's just... Especially if you're a little kid and you're like seven or eight and you're a boy, you hear the word stain. There's only one stain you think of when you're seven and eight. Okay. It's the one in your underwear. (laughs) All right. So that's how I know that it was never called Baron Stain Bears. It just doesn't, it it just doesn't roll off the tongue. It just doesn't look right on the books. I went upstairs, I ran upstairs and when I first heard about it and and looked at all the books and they were all Baron Stain. And I'm like, what? It's one of the first moments I can remember as a child of even figuring out the stein mm. you know baron stein yeah. bears it was always kind of a strange way of spelling you know when you're a little kid you just it's just an odd little thing to see and so but um on the mandela effect <clears throat> so the timelines you shift there's small changes like berenstein berenstein bears yeah i feel like the the changes are usually subtle they're very subtle Right. Yeah. They're but the higher, like the more effort you put into it and the higher you're vibrating um, into the 5D. Right. You'll get harder like changes. You, bigger changes. Right. Like the one we were talking about before we started the show. Yeah. <clears throat> the one with your friend. Like friends. That is wild. Yeah. I so. mean, <laughs> we'll have to cover that on a future episode, but that is really, that's, you know what I that's mean? shocking. Yeah, so Tim's yeah. Having, some of them will be shocking. Uh, yes. We've had a lot. Oh, yeah. No, we have. Even these will be. To the listeners, some of these are going to be shocking. These these For small sure. ones will be shocking at first. As yeah. we go along and we keep doing these Mandela Effect updates, the the, the effects get bigger and bigger for sure. Um, and they're a way, they're a way shower, basically. They're a way shower of, uh, that we are shifting changing. timelines and we're changing. Yeah, times we're changing are, the, the times better. are changing. Right. Um. And uh, the last thing about the Mandela effect, now, just to be clear, you know, we all remember something like the Berenstein Bears, S-T-E-I-N, but the system or the 3D, the, Tr- the Truman Show, the Matrix, you know, just the, sy- the world we live in that, w- that we all experience, they say on the internet, publications, talk shows, they say that it was never Berenstein Bears, S-T-E-I-N, that it's always been Berenstein Bears, S-T-A-I-N, and that we're all misremembering. So that's where the the little bit of, um, you know, uh, competition or confrontation comes gets involved, is if you look these up on the internet, um, uh, they're going to say, oh, no, 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 it was never Berenstein. That's just everybody misremembering, but we're not going to give them that. We're not going to give them that belief. We know what we know. So, uh, one of the first, um, uh, so the Mandela effect update for this episode, one of the ones I want to go straight to is, um, you remember Oscar Meyer hot dogs when we were kids? Yes. It was just Oscar Meyer. Everyone had Oscar Meyer hot dogs. There was only two hot dogs. I remember Dodger dogs and Oscar Meyer hot dogs and Oscar Meyer baloney. Yeah. That's all I remember <laughs> is Oscar Meyer. <laughs> Well, there were no, what is it, Hebrew Nationals. There were no Nathans. Did Nathans even have a hot dog eating contest? When did that start? You know what I mean? It was all Oscar Meyer. Right. At your house, at your friend's house. 
O S C A R M E Y E R. Yeah. It's Oscar Mayer Wiener. It's a little cute boy. Yeah, they had the commercial with the truck. It was a big hot dog. Yeah, right, right. The Wienermobile. Yeah, man. It's the best. Well, apparently now, um, it's never been Oscar Mayer Wiener's uh, hot dogs. M E Y E R. Never has been. Now, uh, in this timeline, apparently. They tell us that it's always been Oscar Mayer, M-A-Y-E-R, like John Mayer, the famous pop uh, musician that plays, you know, your body is a wonderland, your hot dog is a wonderland. He dated like Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, and Taylor Swift and everything else. Oh, he's he's a player. (laughs) He's the best. Okay. (laughs) It's John Mayer hot dogs. He. Wait a minute. It's some hot dog. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm sorry. I had it. it was over the plate. It was over the plate. It was over the plate. I had to hit it. I had to hit it. It was, it was over the plate. It was a walk-off homer. I swear. That was a walk-off homer. It was over the plate. I had to swing. Please forgive me. So you're telling me. <laughs> yes, I am. This guy. No, no, no. David. No, 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 no. no what I'm telling you For is. Real. For real, that they've they've the the system is telling us that Oscar Mayer hot dogs M E Y E R. That's it. Look them up on Google. Click images. Type in Oscar Mayer M E Y E R Mandela effect, and you're gonna see the old logo that we all remember. Oscar Mayer M E Y E R. Now it is in this timeline. They haven't done an official name change. They haven't changed the logo. Nothing official's been done. They're simply. They, I mean the system, the Truman Show, the internet, anyone that has any official capacity, says, no, 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 all these millions of people are misremembering, and it's always been Oscar Mayer, which doesn't make sense, because when you spell something M-A-Y-E-R, it's like, it's the exact spelling of John Mayer's last name, why would you say it Mayer? You wouldn't say M-A-Y-E-R Mayer, you'd say Mayer, like John Mayer, Right. spelled the same way, why wouldn't you say it the same way? Did he purchase the company? <laughs> no, no, no. He he doesn't. He didn't. He didn't. He, he didn't purchase the company. Okay, it's just been changed uh, in this timeline, and <laughs> right, no right, one right. has any, no one has any clue about it. But we all remember Meyer, and and the re- other reason I remember it is because it was one of the like with the Berenstein Bears. Uh, it was one of the first times you noticed as a kid th- this strange spelling. Yes. You know, um, with the mayor, the the, uh, uh, the M-E-Y-E-R, oh, sorry, Oscar Meyer, uh, hot dogs, you know, it was just, you're like, oh, okay, Meyer, you don't, there's no I in there, you know, and you're just, the two E's, it just really sticks out to you. Right. When you were growing As up. As a kid, learning about yeah. how the English language is right. very tricky. For for With reals. vowels, yeah. especially. Right? And you're just like, okay, well, yeah. I'll just say it the way I want to say it. Right. So that was, that's really weird. Okay, second Mandela effect. Um, second Mandela effect is my favorite Disney princess, Snow White. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just, her outfit's the best. Um, everyone thinks that, you know, Sleeping Beauty is the best, but her face is too long. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not. What do you got against her? Listen, and then they say Cinderella, but she's unattainable. You know what I mean? She's dating like a pro baseball player. You're not getting her a date with her. 
Mike Trout. Yeah, but but, <laughs> but Snow White is like, you know, she's she's approachable. She lives with a bunch of dwarfs. I can knock on that door all day. Get out of my way, Sneezy. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? So Snow White. I so, do. okay. Now, in Snow White, you remember the evil queen? Yeah, she's right. kind of scary. Right. Yeah, she's scary. So she's got the the uh, the mirror, right? Before she becomes the, the witch, mm-hmm. she's looking into that mirror. What does she say? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Or who's the fairest of them all? She always asks that. That's, that's what she does. And right? it's like, you are my queen. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that voice, too. Oh. And somewhere towards the end, it's like, you're not. Yeah. Fairest. It's someone else. You are no longer. There's yeah, someone, someone way hotter than you right. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I can't have that. Um, well, apparently in this timeline, it's never been mirror, mirror on the wall. Oh, no. Never. It's never been mirror, mirror on the wall. Nope. Then why would I even <laughs> right. say that or know that it's. Apparently now it's always been, according to the system, it's always been magic mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of us all? Which mm. which makes no sense because it's redundant. Why would she call a magic mirror? It's clearly magic because a guy appears out of it and tells her that she's beautiful. Right. So we know it's magic. Why would we call that magic mirror on the wall? Yeah, we know it's magic. It would make more sense for the writer to say mirror, mirror, because it adds that suspense before the man appears in the mirror. Mm-hmm. You don't know it's magic. You don't know why she's staring at the mirror saying mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? You don't know what's going to happen. But then the man appears, you realize, oh, okay, this is what's going on. So for her to say magic mirror takes away the suspense. It doesn't right. even make logical storytelling uh, sense. It doesn't. Okay. Now, how do we know these Mandela effects that, you know, how do we know we're not misremembering? Well, for a large percentage of the Mandela effects, these timeline shifts, these these minute changes to, to different uh, uh, innocuous, mild what was the term you used? Uh, you know, subtle. Subtle, yeah. For these subtle changes, you right. know, how do we know we're not misremembering them? Well, because there's such thing um, that that the Mandela researchers, the people that are on this journey with us, mm-hmm. um, they call residue. A residue, oh, okay. you know, residue is a film that's left by you know different. It's left on your windows. Yep. You know, by dew or glue or. Uh, you know, anything like that has residue. Okay, mm-hmm. well, there's residue from the previous timelines. So there's residue. So some some uh, Mandela researcher, remember those? Okay, so there's, I don't know if it's just our generation, Gen X, but they probably still do it. Whatever movie comes out, there'll be a book that is a uh, shortened version of the movie. But it'll have yeah. all the major. Um, Unless the movie was based on a book that was. Yeah, right. But this is the movie's first, and then like, right. they'll make like Disney's official right. oh, yeah. Snow White book, and mm-hmm. it and it follows the movie exactly, and it has um, it has all the major uh, dialogue. Yeah, it doesn't have the little in betweens, but it has all the major dialogue, mm-hmm. and they'll even do this for adults too. Like I remember when I was a kid, the uh, like the movie Rambo when I was a teenager, and then they had a book that was Rambo it was a big you know, thick 400-page book. But it was basically the movie in book form. Okay. I mean, every single dialogue was in this thing. Yeah. So anyway, they do that for like little cartoons. And so one of the Mandela Effect researchers found an old Disney book, so licensed by Disney, uh, of Snow White. 
And in here, I sent you the picture of it. Okay, and in here it says, uh, her stepmother, the queen, also lived in the castle. The queen had a magic mirror. Every day she looked into the mirror and asked the same thing. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest one of all? The mirror always gave her the same answer. Oh, queen, you are the fairest one of all. Mm-hmm. There it is. That's the residue that we have from the previous timeline. That it wasn't Magic Mirror. Right. I don't recall Magic Mirror ever. <laughs> right? That stands out like a sore and thumb. The only thing I have to say about that is that motherfucker is not real. <laughs> that motherfucker's not real. <laughs> right. that, oh, the lady on that the That guy plane. back there is not real, dude. Yeah, yeah. What did she That's say? That's not real, man. Right, right. It's not Magic, magic mirror, mirror. No way. Makes no sense. We... It's obvious that it's a magic mirror. Why would I right. say it's a magic mirror? That's bad writing. Yeah. It's not right. It's mirror, mirror on the wall. And this one's big. Anyone I ask this question to, hey, what did the queen say to the to the mirror in Snow White? They all say, oh, mirror, mirror on the wall. And so people go, well, what if I pop in the old VHS? No, it's changed in this timeline. On a quantum level, everything gets changed. So you can't grab the old VHS and look for that type of residue. The residue comes from, you know, there's, there's, there's a certain percentage of us as the collective, the polarity consciousness, right? Positive and negative. There's a certain percentage of us that remember it this way. Mm-hmm. Even if it's changed for most people on the quantum level where all the VHSs are changed and the old movies are changed, there's still enough of us holding on to the belief that it was this way, that this residue continues with us into this new timeline. These timelines are converging. We did an episode one or two ago about um, Project Looking Glass and the CIA looking at um, different timelines and different outcomes. Right. And uh, was, all timelines were starting to collapse into one another to become one single timeline. Mm-hmm. And what was that going to be? Well, in my opinion, it's going to be all of us following the master's instructions and bringing heaven to earth. And that's all of them converging. And we're all going to be together, um, including our loved ones um so this is the residue um people say well maybe you're misremembering and you had the book when you were a kid and that's why you remember mirror mirror no how many times did you watch the movie compared to the book i mean snow white's a a famous cartoon movie that's what you want to watch the book is just something to put you to bed at night you're not you would remember it from the movie you ask anybody this question, do you remember, you know, what did the you know, what did the queen say to the mirror? They'll say mirror mirror on the wall. Oh, do you remember, you know, the next question isn't do you remember it from the movie or the book? They're like, what are you talking about book? No, it's the movie everyone remembers. Yeah. So, you know, that 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 type of explanation is completely out the window. This is the residue that shows it was mirror mirror. So, I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. I love that. I remember the book more than the movie, to be honest. I think I had that. I think my mom would read us books like every night. Oh, for sure. Um, So you didn't watch the movie as much as you read the book? Yeah. I don't don't remember the movie hardly at all, but I do remember. I mean, I know Mirror, Mirror on the Wall. (laughs) For sure. What's in the book? The picture that you've sent me uh, looks very familiar. I think I had that book growing up. 
Well, it was in the movie too. Mirror, mirror on the wall. All right. How good. old is that movie? That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good question. It's on VHS. Yeah, but it's it was made like in the nineteen forties. Is it on Beta? Beta Max? Who Betamax? I don't know. Probably. I mean, yes, VHS. yes. It was definitely. I'm on gonna Betamax. find the oldest living copy of that. <laughs> that you can find. Just eight millimeter reel to reel, and see what that says. Oh my gosh, that's great, dude. Somewhere there's a there's residue. Yeah, there. Well, you know, and people have been doing that on YouTube and stuff under Mandela yeah. Effect and um, and Snow White. They've been looking for that. You know, people are getting. They're digging out their VHSs. I haven't seen anyone bust out a Betamax yet, though. I wish I knew someone that did me. But they're... um Just be like going in the vaults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Like, show it to us, dude. Yeah. That'd be sick. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I forgot to give you guys residue for um, the Oscar Mayer. What's or that? Oscar Mayer or John Mayer. John. <laughs> no. Um, so, the residue is, real quick... Uh, okay, Better Off Dead, John Cusack. Yeah. Greatest, one of the greatest movies of the 80s. Of course. All of his movies are. Um, so in that movie, there's a, um, there's a joke. It's a play on words. One of his, one of John Cusack's uh, friends or characters in the movie is, is uh, Meyer. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, there's a joke. Oh, Meyer? Like Oscar Meyer? Like the hot dog? Uh-huh. And yeah, he, but his friend's name is Meyer, M E Y E R, in uh-huh. the movie, and they make a play on words joke. So that's residue. Oh, really? And yes. And then another big one. You can look this up on the internet. They have screenshots of it. Jeopardy. Jeopardy has a uh, one of their boxes, uh, one of their topics. You know, you know, uh, it's gonna be yeah, like yeah, Hollywood, yeah. and then you take Hollywood for seven hundred. Yeah, you choose it. Right. I'll take what is. Yeah, so one of their um, Oscar Mayer for two hundred. Right, one of their um, subjects had to do with Oscar Mayer. You know, um, was it about food? Anyway, but in the uh, in the screenshot, it shows you know Oscar Mayer hot dogs, and it's spelled M E Y E R, Oscar Mayer, in the Jeopardy. So there's two big residues: one national television, everyone yeah. loves Jeopardy. Right, well, and they're usually right on point when it comes to... Yeah, you know. so they're using it, and they, they have it on screen as M-E-Y-E-R, yeah. and then better off to add the play on words joke, Oscar Mayer. Definitely not John Mayer hot dog. I've got to look that up, dude. Because right. I've been watching Jeopardy for... I grew up on that. My grandpa used to watch it every night. I'll and send you... Uh, I'll see if I can pull up the screenshot again. It's really good. Okay, so there's, uh, there's Mandela. Uh, there's our update there. Now we're going to go to Spiritual Friends update um actually one's going to be a synchronization the other one's going to be a spiritual friends update make sure are you getting speak yeah okay good i I had we don't want to make another mistake the listeners don't know but it was just a simple just take three take five take five dave grubach dude it's just a you know Uh, okay i don't know who knows here we go who knows anymore we're not gonna say it we're We're gonna tell them we're no we're in a new timeline yeah well, they know that. Okay. Um, this is a synchronization. So at the beginning of my spiritual awakening, um, you know, one of the main tenets is that, uh, you know, there is no death. We're, we're, we live forever, right? We're living entities. And um, 
I stopped saying the word death and dying, you know, and I'm in healthcare, right? So even in my professional life, I try not to use the word, you know, dying, death or, or anything like that. Instead, I use transform and go to the other dimension. Really? Yeah. I've been using that a lot. Actually, I've been using it exclusively. Very rarely will I use the word. What kind of response are you getting from family? Everyone just goes right with it. Really? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. They know exactly what I mean. It's a softer way to talk about it. Right, right. Transforming and going to the other dimension. And the families and the professionals, uh, they see me skirt the word. They can see it. They know that's the word that should be coming, and I don't do it. Nice. I take a minute, and I get it out that way. And they respect it. I'm getting, I haven't had one negative or kind of weird look at all. And That's so, good. um, yeah, so you transform, you go to the next dimension. And, um, <laughs> a big part of that is I looked at something. Hey, where do you stop and say, I don't believe in death. See what they say. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we don't die. Okay. Your dad yeah. is here right now. I want to see that reaction. Next to you. Yeah. yeah. Just fresh. The, you know, the person just pat, just transformed last week. And I'm like, he's here right now. Don't, you know, yeah. they get all uppity. I've done a little stuff like that, but you know, nothing crazy. You gotta be, I mean, I know what it's like, right? I've had a lot of loss recently. Sure. So anyway, uh, but so I got that from the Holy spirit, but also I had some synchronization as the Holy spirit was telling me that or like a caterpillar, according to nature, according to science, when a, before a caterpillar goes into the cocoon, it comes out a butterfly, yeah. the caterpillar thinks it's dying. You know, I guess they've m- measured it and it's, uh, it, uh you know, it's heart rate and whatever, uh, the way it lives that you can measure it. And it goes into a panic and, you know, it probably, it has, um, signatures, vital, vital signatures, um, that make it, you know, clearly the vital signs show that it's, it believes that it's dying, but it doesn't, right. It comes out of butterfly. And so I kind of, huh. you, know, you put those two together you know, you, you think, and I remember going, right. It would be similar to like a bear in hibernation. Obviously there's going to be different, you know, Yeah, you're going to panic, maybe some pain, who knows? Right. But I saw dad go through it and grandpa go through it. And Oh uh, yeah. Frank crystal. So, you know, uh, anyway, it kind of matches up. So I've been saying, you know, transform and go to the next dimension. Yeah. And then here we have an article, uh, September 29th, 2023, uh, people experience. This is fresh. Yeah. Right vice.com this People. is new timeline article yeah, material here it is okay and that was two timelines ago yeah yeah right yeah uh, so um give me the, this you know the shit-eating grin over here because <laughs> you know that we're we're making an episode from the, the three previous but the, we're in hey, the new. yeah the whole time i'm thinking we're back, <laughs> we're back. I, I wish you i really got to do that again because uh, i've done it five times for this episode. we might no. we <laughs> might we might be able to, to do another one after of course uh so people so the headline people experience new dimensions of reality when uh, dying groundbreaking study reports new dimensions of reality there it is really? transforming and going to new dimensions the groundbreaking study just came out don't forget i said you know, well, I got the download from the Holy Spirit of my spiritual awakening. When you change your beliefs, then the reality adapts will, to it. Uh, right, right. Well, it has to conform. And here mm-hmm. it is. I stop using the word death. All of a sudden, death is just kind of a gray area now. Now it's new dimensions of reality when dying. Oh, new dimensions wow. of reality. Well, that denotes that it's new dimensions of living. Yeah. Right? Um, that's, kinda, that's wild. That's, right. I mean, that's wild. If you've ever 
encountered someone on a deathbed. Yes, I have. And you can you can almost tell that they're going somewhere. Like, yeah. Like they're acting a little different. Like, of course, they're not as coherent. You know, maybe they're on some kind of meds or something. It reminds me of like a psychedelic experience. That's yeah. That's oh, what it reminds sure. me of when I saw dad kind of at the very end. Kind like of just maybe their right eyes down. aren't open, but there's a lot of like twitching, maybe some smiling. I mean, this is just what I've witnessed firsthand. Right. With, they're with trying Harry to speak, but they're like in awe. Oh. Yes. I mean, it's very, I don't know how to explain it, but it's oh. almost like they're transforming. Right. To another, like, right. like just like that article. Right. And then the men in black come within one hour or 45 minutes. You never, you get terrible <laughs> service through the entire whole thing until you call someone and say that you're loved one passed and then the men in black come immediately so fast oh yeah and they don't talk to you much they just kind of where it where's the body and then just keep you out of it who knows what's happening there's a man, man with a satellite dish <laughs> oh on top. my god it flies into the air <laughs> uh it's uh, scientists have witnessed brain patterns in dying patients that may correlate to commonly reported near-death experiences such as lucid visions out-of-body sensations a review of one's own life and other dimensions of reality reports a new study the results offer the first comprehensive evidence that patient recollection and brainwaves point to universal elements of, of uh, near-death experiences. During an expansive multi-year study led by Sam Parnia, an intensive care doctor and an associate professor in the Department of Medicine at NYU, uh, researchers observed 567 patients in 25 hospitals around the world as they underwent cardiopulmonary resuscitation after suffering cardiac arrest, most of which were fatal. Electroencephalogram, EEG, brain signals captured from dozens of the patients revealed that episodes of heightened consciousness occurred up to an hour after cardiac arrest. Though most of the patients in the study were uh, not resuscitated by CPR, 53 patients were brought back to life. Of the survivors, 11 patients reported a sense of awareness during CPR and six reported a near-death experience. But in all of them, they, uh, they revealed brain signals that captured a heightened consciousness so people are going somewhere why would if you're if you're going to nothing why would your consciousness be heightened yeah why right. would your brainwave if signals go up at like a, a higher vibration you know a tunnel of darkness it would go down you know some people say oh you know i saw a light or something right right i mean you hear that a lot yeah obviously they're seeing something and they're that's going making, somewhere and, and obviously it's and positive because then the brain's going wow zzz, right zzz, zzz. if it was right. fire and brimstone they'd be going oh, there wouldn't be anything right <laughs> and there'd be some kind of like you know negative signal yeah it wouldn't be heightened consciousness right doesn't that that, that lends to something positive yes it does you know and, and science doesn't really want to go you know they want to try to stay in the middle but even they have to say here heightened consciousness occurred up to an hour in all in all of the patients, whether they were, uh, you know, resuscitated or whether they weren't, or they didn't all yeah. had heightened consciousness. Wow. Okay. And the people that had the and then there, then there was reports of the, uh, the out of body out of body near experience, near death yeah. experience, right? right? And then those right. ones, uh, they're shifting timelines, bro. That's what's happening. I'm telling you. Yes. Death is alive. Right. <laughs> Who try to revive you shift. them? Yep. You shift every time when they appear to be in comments. They have an inner experience. Okay, so patients who survived cardiac arrest have consistently reported that even though, from the perspective of doctors like myself, who try to revive them when they appear to be in a coma and totally unresponsive, teetering between life and death, from their own inner perspective, they find that they're fully conscious. Oh, so the, the, the doctor and all the tech 
is saying that they're unresponsive. Yeah. So, you know, you, you read something in the paper. That, well, he was unresponsive. Mm-hmm. Well, who cares? Because from the people that have come back from the unresponsiveness, uh, they have an inner experience and their consciousness, they're fully conscious. Mm-hmm. They have an inner experience and their consciousness is not only there, but it's heightened to a level that they've never experienced before. Their thoughts become sharper than usual and clearer than usual. Let's just hold on. Pause. The, so the, so They're the, physically in this right. dimension unresponsive. Unresponsive according to all of the but technology and the trained doctor. somewhere else in another dimension, and they're fully coherent. Well, they're, even, they're, they're fully coherent, and they're living, and they're happy as, as crap, apparently. Yeah. They have an inner experience. And their consciousness is not only there because oh it was just I just could see what you were doing no big deal no 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 but it's a heightened to a level that they've never experienced before <laughs> their thoughts become sharper than just usual me, and clearer than usual sounds That's like hilarious. the cardiac arrest is a positive yeah I mean I mean don't they take it the wrong way that. but that's why they're very right, careful right, with the word right right importantly this experience also involves a purposeful meaningful reevaluation. Of their entire life. Uh, not just random moments. It's been a mystery and it's not one or two incidents. There have been a number of studies that have suggested maybe up to 10% of the adult population is living with one of these experiences. I mean, I had a, a spiritual awakening experience. I didn't have to go into cardiac arrest. But this kind of goes back to the idea that in order to have this spiritual uh, awakening breakthrough, you have to go through something traumatic. Exactly. You went, you went through something traumatic. Exactly. I was just thinking right. that about we go. you. Because you went through your whole transition. And shortly before that was your dad passing. Right. You know, and then during that was Crystal passing. It's like, you know. Yeah. You had a lot of trauma. I did. In a period of maybe, what, three years or something? Oh, yeah. Even smaller than that, right? During COVID. We had grandpa. Yeah. The the birth of my uh, youngest. Grandpa. Then dad. And then six months COVID. and then spiritual yeah yeah right covid spiritual awakening and then crystal right that's so a lot. that's a lot yeah that's a lot of trauma yeah it is a lot of trauma and forget you know and i'm just trying to you know, oh yeah well I'm trying to stay positive with my three kids you know so uh but again so some people need what happened to you right just hitting you know having your 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 uh, issues with substances me with just absolute loss and then theologically and intellectually hitting a wall right (laughs) for me it was hitting the the ground hitting the ground (laughs) (laughs) you literally hit the wall right right? right. just 100 miles an hour and i hit it intellectually both terrifying uh but these people have to cardiac arrest and they come right they're like wow wait a minute maybe there is more to life maybe there is that's killer right yes yeah, that's very interesting. One of the things that was unique about this project is is that this was the first time ever where scientists had put together a method to examine for signs of lucidity and consciousness in people as they're being revived by looking for brain markers or brain signatures of consciousness using an EEG device as well as brain oxygen monitor. Mm-hmm. So, boom. I mean, this is pretty in-depth. Right. So there it is, folks. They're right? using the latest medical technology to monitor this stuff. Well, I lost my grandma. Did you lose her? Or did she simply transform and go to the next dimension? Where? That's what it, happens. Where, I'm telling and you, it, man. And it, you can't convince me otherwise. And it shows here that the person 
could see what the doctors were doing, could see their bodies, right? Right. So they're in the other dimension, but they can still see what's going on in this dimension. So so can our loved ones. So can our, lo- our loved ones can see in this dimension, help us in this dimension, interact with us in this dimension if we're with eyes to see and ears to hear. And how do we know this? Well, if we, even if you come from, uh, from my uh, theological religious background of a Christian, you know, Jesus is on the mountain. And who's he see? Moses, Elijah. Elijah. Right? And they're getting mm-hmm. ready to, you know, they're having a nice conversation. So if he can see his loved ones and, and his uh, people that, that, that can inspire him on the other side, and he can interact with them, and we know that he's the pattern for what we're capable of, so why wouldn't it? Of course, it, it applies to us as well. The whole thing applies so to So I'm us. thinking back to, you know, when I was had my surgery and I was in a coma for uh, like a week. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, from what my mom tells me, I was unresponsive. I mean, I don't know how responsive someone can be in a coma. I don't, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, right, I like E-E-G. that. It doesn't coma mean you're unresponsive? <laughs> right. So... I mean, it came time to where, you know, they're like, well, it's time to wake them up. Like, we're going to, because I was on a life support type thing. We're going to, you know, just pull the plug and see what happens. And wow. So, I, the only thing I remember is opening my eyes to my mom and the doctor. You know, so, hold on. Like slow down. Sleep. You but, were you were in a coma. But obviously, you're on life to... support. And the doctor says, we're going to go ahead and pull the plug and see if he comes through. Right. Wow. So you're, I mean, so I just read this article, but really that's you. So I was unresponsive. You were unresponsive in cardiac arrest. But yeah, but I don't know. You know, I have to talk to my mom a little bit more about it and ask her, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that that was the story I've heard a couple of times. And this goes hand in hand with, um, with, with you having to do some, some, uh, you know, medical procedure a couple of weeks ago and they tried to, uh, they tried to draw blood and they couldn't draw blood from any vein, <laughs> even after they used the, um, uh, uh, the EKG to find a vein or, or what they use. The ultrasound. The ultrasound. Yeah, they used an ultrasound. So they couldn't find a vein and you were, you used before. So right. no problem finding a vein on you. Right. But no, they couldn't find a vein. Then they used the ultrasound to find a vein. Then on the monitor, you watched the needle enter the vein. Is this all correct? <laughs> yeah. And they could not pull blood out. Right. And then they said they've never it, seen anything. It had, it, I mean, I'm so going to sit here tripping. and try to rationalize it. It could have been a collapsed vein, for yeah, sure. Yeah, you're, you're the 3D now. You're yeah. voicing. You're Don't turn me into a 3D. Listen. Right. So you died. You were unresponsive. They took you off life support. And then you simply shifted mm-hmm. to another timeline where you didn't die and you woke up and saw your mom and, and the doctor. And now you're here. Right. But on the other timeline, maybe you didn't wake up. And that's why there's... Exactly. And that's why there's a grave <laughs> in Riverside and that's why they, with my name on it. But since all the timelines are, are collapsing into one, uh, we still get part of you is dead. And that's why they can't pull any blood out. <laughs> 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 you can't make it up, folks. Oh, my God. It's great. Oh, my God. We love it. Yeah. What a trip. <laughs> so I didn't know that part. I didn't know that they uh, they basically, it's time for him to wake up. <laughs> they call it, it's time for him to wake up, as opposed to, you we're know, pulling the yeah, plug. I, yeah. But either way, there's a plug that's getting pulled, and you either wake up or you don't. Jeez. 
yeah. just brutal. His insurance ran out. We're just going to go. No, that's probably, to... you know, what happens. Yeah, right. It's like, you know, this guy, was he going to stay here for him? Yeah, like, right. Let's just open this and see. What... Sure. Just open this can and see if there's food in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. boy. Let's see if there's a Snow White VHS video in here. <laughs> All right. And then, um, okay, so the other thing we got is, uh, I don't know if I can even put this one in. We have a topic. Yeah, we I know. Sh- we we do. can share about meditation. We'll, we'll, we'll never do the topic. <laughs> we'll just keep doing these. The songs about um, Okay, so we did an episode on the kingdom of heaven, and this goes in line with, this podcast, one of the, if you go to the official website of the podcast or uh, what it's, it's named on uh, Spotify or Apple, it says a new idea, right? It's like oh, yeah. purple pill podcast. And then who's it by? Who's the producer of it? I call it a new idea. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the, one of the initial um, revelations from Holy Spirit when I was having my spiritual awakening, which I still am, was, um, you know, the Lord telling me I have a new idea. Why don't we actually do what I say and see how things work from there? Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, I wasn't, you know, I, I thought I was doing what he said. And then he was like, I have a new idea. Why don't we actually do what I say? Well, what did I say? And that's why we, you and I, we go into the, into the, uh, the gospels a lot. And we, and right. what he the says is all this metaphysical red. stuff, which is yeah. meditation, right? So anyway, yeah. now, so we've, we've did that, that episode on the kingdom of heaven and how you have to, Love one another, right? You have mm-hmm. to love your neighbor, love your God, um, uh, and love yourself, right? And with no judgment, and forgive others, right? And forgive yourself, right? And do all impossible. that. Impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Well, well. <laughs> you, so, in moment to moment, and you right. can get closer to the kingdom, and that's how you shift timelines, right? Right, right, right. It's gradual. Yeah, and that was a while back. So now mm-hmm. we've shifted so far. Now it's now uh, magically in this new timeline, it's the center for action and contemplation. And the daily meditations are the kingdom of heaven. And it says here, the kingdom of heaven. Now, now you go back and listen to this episode. All right. Does this sound like this? Look at this. It says here, throughout the gospel accounts, Jesus uses one particular phrase repeatedly, the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. The words stand out everywhere. The kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of heaven is like that. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is within you. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Mm Mm-hmm. Whatever this kingdom of heaven is, it's of foundational importance to what Jesus is trying to teach. This is the gospel of the kingdom. He right. preaches this. I remember the, the episode. Thing. It's a dynamite. He doesn't episode. preach the other gospel that everyone, the, the, all the mainstreamers are running around preaching. He preaches this one of, of the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. So, what is the kingdom of heaven? Biblical scholars have debated this question for almost as long as there have been biblical scholars. That, that's the problem. Biblical scholars, right? They're just playing ping pong. <laughs> Uh, many Christians, particularly those of a more evangelical persuasion, assume that the kingdom of heaven means the place you go when you die, if you've been "quote unquote" saved, right? But the problem with this interpretation is that is Jesus, life is eternal. Is that, right? <laughs> is that Jesus himself specifically contradicts it when he says the kingdom of heaven is within you, right? Yeah, and at hand. That's true. Sure. It's not later, but lighter. Uh, some more subtle quality or dimension of experience accessible to you right in the moment. You don't die into it. You awaken into it. That's what the oh, article for says. for real? Right? I mean, is this spiritual friends or what? Wow. You don't die into it. You awaken into it, which is what's happened here. That's and cool. it's what's happening That's all over really the world. Cool. Others have equated the kingdom of heaven with an earthly utopia. The kingdom of heaven would be a realm of peace and justice where human beings live together in harmony and fair distribution of economic assets. Um, for thousands of years, prophets and visionaries have labored in to bring into being the respective versions of this kingdom. 
uh, but somehow these earthly utopias never seem to stay put. Jesus specifically rejected this meaning when his followers wanted to proclaim him the Messiah, the divinely anointed king of Israel who would inaugurate the reign of God's justice upon the earth. Jesus shrank from all that and said strongly and unequivocally, my kingdom is not of this world. Where is mm -hmm. it then? Yeah, yeah. Author Jim Marion's wonderfully insight and contemporary suggestion is that the kingdom of heaven is really a metaphor for a state of consciousness, which is what we're right. trying to right? Because right? you change your belief, and then the outside world has to change. It is not a place you go to, but a place you come from. It is a whole new way of looking at the world, a transformed awareness that literally turns this world into a different place. That's what it says? That's what it says. For real? See wow. now, 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 see now, it's all starting to come together, right? Yeah, we've shifted so far. Now, now we're in where we're. Oh, it's all going to become another year, six months. It's all going to be common sense. But the guy down the street's going to know that. Oh, of course, the kingdom. Here we are. <laughs> Marion suggests specifically. That come the, on, bro. <laughs> you, I mean, I've you've been on this church. journey the whole time, man. I grew up going to church, La Habra Hills Presbyterian. Let's go. Heaven was a place you you died and go to heaven. Right. That's it. I mean, and, and and earth is just it is what it is. And the kingdom is heaven. Right. 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 And, and and this is just, you know, uh, uh death and taxes, right? But now it's just And life sucks and then within, you die. It's within you. Remember that? That's all. <laughs> yeah, right. It's right here. It's right next. Marion suggests specifically that the kingdom of heaven is Jesus's way of describing a state we would nowadays call non-dual consciousness or unitive consciousness, unitive awareness. Oh, okay. Right, which is what it's we've been science rationalization. <laughs> right. Yeah. Call it whatever we, you want, bro. <laughs> The hallmark of this aware awareness is that it sees no separation, not between God and humans, not between humans and other humans. These are right. Jesus's two core teachings yes. underlying everything he says and does. Absolutely. Love God, love others. And then, um, and then adapted from uh, the wisdom of Jesus, transforming heart and mind, a new perspective on Christ and his message. So, I mean, these people are doing our podcast, but in but at the Center for Action and Contemplation. Cool. Uh, wow, that was great. Okay. Now we go on to our subject. Which is uh, key to making all this happen. We gotta, we gotta hurry up and. Get oh this yeah. Done. Uh, so meditation. The topic is meditation, and uh, as always, we're gonna start with the Master Himself, the Scriptures. Yeah, you want to just start with Joshua one. Eight? Yeah, I think that's the. I think that's the that one. That one's pretty cool. Yeah. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Oh my gosh. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it, meditate on it day and night, so that you so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it, for then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have success. That's huge. That's yeah. huge. I mean, that's that's exactly what you have to do, right? So uh, you meditate on it day and night. And what is that law? The whole of the law is love God, love your neighbor, love yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And if you do that, you will make your way prosperous and you will have success. And that means... You that, make it sound so easy. Right? That's it. I mean, it's pretty easy to love God. Listen. But love your neighbor. Oof. I mean, we did a whole episode on that. So I was at Starbucks the other day. I had to wait forever to get my order. I was ordering for um, some clients. And this lady was next to me, and we just got to talking. And uh, she was like, oh, yeah, I'm just so blessed and this and that. I'm going, yep, you sure seem like it. This cool. She goes, the only thing I have a problem with is loving my neighbors. I just can't stand my neighbors. Shut up. That's what she says out Are loud. Are you serious? And I go, oh, no. <laughs> I go, oh, no, that's key. That's that's what you, well, that's the number one. I mean, that's the number two thing you got to do. 
Yeah. You have to love God. She goes, well, I do that. That's not a problem. I go, yeah, me too. She goes, but love my neighbor. And I go, I know that's the, a while back, that was the tough thing for me too. But now you just, you just have to love your neighbor. She goes, I'm really trying my roommate, especially. She just, I mean, she's just so negative and it's just so hard for me. And so I kind of push her buttons and get her mad on purpose because she's mad anyway. And I just can't, I just don't know if I love her. And I go, well, you do love her. That's you why you're pushing do. her buttons. Yeah, right. She right, goes, I do. Right, right. I do. But I, I think you're right though. Yeah. People, you know, uh, the internet and even just in text me- and when you're talking to people they they you know they don't want to love their neighbor whether it's the guy and you know i fall into this i drive a lot these people are speeding past me to go to a red light they're speeding <laughs> past me they're speeding past me and uh, going in front of me uh, yeah. just to stop cut, at a red light you off. to go to a red freaking light i know that's california dog I'm just blown away. Orange County. The, yeah, the, the freeway's sure. wide open. I'm mm-hmm. going 70 miles an hour or 75, and they're blowing by me. They must yeah. be going 90. Is this person going 90? Sometimes I go 95 miles just to see, and I look over at them, and I smile. Just like we're both, we, you know, we're both going 95. You know, it's noon on a Wednesday. The freeway's wide open. There's no reason to go 95, and the person's just 95. <laughs> Gas is seven bucks a gallon, but we're all going 95. Yeah. You know, it's hard to love your neighbor. It's hard to love your neighbor when they're I'll speeding past you. I'll tell you what, you. man. Where are they I, going? I ran into this one last night when I went to Guitar Center at the outlets. Yeah. Oh, no. So parking there is always kind of a chore because there's Dave & Buster, there's a bowling alley, there's a movie theater, and then there's all the stores. So I'm driving around for like 10 minutes and I got a big truck, so I need a decent sized spot. Like I can't park in the compact in the front. So I'm driving around and I must, I'm not even joking. I went around for like 10 minutes. I must've seen 10 different people in their cars. Some of them were started and on and they're just on their phones. What? what? How many people? And I was at least probably like six. Oh There's my God! Six, six people, people that aren't going into the stores. No, they're, they're not, just chilling out. Engines in their car are running on their phone. Wow. Some of them were on, you know, but some people are just chilling out. Wow, there, you know, yeah. And it's a Sunday. I'm like, dude, I get it. If you're working, you know, most sure. people are off on Sunday, right. like shopping. Yeah. You got three kids. Your wife just texted you a quick Dude, text back. I was like, <laughs> but there's no parking. <laughs> I was fuming at my neighbors for sure. Oh last night. no! I finally got in. Got what are out, these idiots doing? But I'm like, bro, go home. I was mad for a minute, but I was like, you, you know mad. what? You I'll take it out of the law, man. It's all good. Yeah, take it out of the law. That's fine. You yeah. do that, you're good. That's even that's loving your neighbor. Now, uh, uh, to to your point of you know, it's impossible, right? But it, nowhere here does it say you have to be perfect to do this just wanting to do it it's progress not perfection just wanting to love your neighbor right is all it takes that feeling even if you fail Mm -hmm. holy spirit knows you want it so just the fact that you want it the world changes okay just the fact that you want it the world changes Doing it, it changes even faster. That's actually really comforting. Doing it, it shifts and changes even faster. The kingdom can come even faster the more you do it, right? And so loving God and loving your neighbor, um, you know, how do you do that? What's the, what's the best way to go about doing this? And this is to, well, it says right here, uh, you shall meditate on it day and night, right? Yeah. So, uh, it also shows us that the master himself, 
would wake up early in the morning and do a lot of his praying, right? And then if the master also tells us to pray, go into your dark closet and then uh, 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 believe you've received it and it will be yours, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that. This was all meditation. Meditation came up so much in the Bible. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's amazing, right? I will Psalm 119. I will meditate on your precepts and regard your ways. I shall delight in your statutes. I shall not forget your word. Um, Psalm Here's 63. An, when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the, in the night watches. There's a lot in Psalms. Right. Here's Psalms 1, 2. But those who delight in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. Right. It's just over and over. Clearly, you need to meditate. And right. and right here, Psalm 63, verse 6, when I medit- when I remember you on my bed, I meditate on you in the night. Um, that's when I meditate a lot is before I go to sleep. Same. Okay. And I put the headphones on and I put the, uh, you know, the Hertz music on, whatever it is. Um, and I do that. And so when you do this, right, if you are... Uh, if you are anchoring your love and your light and spreading it. So I visualize shooting light out of my hands, my head, everything, eyes and shooting all over my immediate neighborhood. And then I go, um, I go even more macro and I pull out and I, uh, like kind of like a Google earth type thing. Hey, that's what you did when you took me to the doctor's appointment. Yeah. On the hill. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, that that was that was that was great. Yeah, so you, you a Google Earth and you kind of you kind of go out mm-hmm. and then you visualize it and the town next to you and you get higher and higher until you just you're just enveloping the whole world. And uh, science shows us that meditation, when you meditate from your heart, your um, your electromagnetic field around you grows exponentially, massively, and actually does start taking over like your immediate area and it can go even larger. Uh, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Um, and so, you know, there's all kinds of medical benefits, your heart rate lowers, your stress levels lower. Right. I mean, this is all just common sense now, right? Meditation. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, the, the kingdom is where we want to get to and meditation is the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Meditation is the vehicle to get us there. And this gotcha. is the most solemn way you can love God. Love Do you God. prefer guided <laughs> Or the hurts, like you're talking about, or just some nature sounds? Or uh, so, you know, it depends on what I'm trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So, in the beginning, I did a lot of guided. Same. In the That's beginning, in the say. beginning, I did a lot of guided. Because I needed help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, tell yeah. me what to do so I can do yeah, it. Yeah, I like the guided because it puts you on the right rhythmic breath. The d- breathing. Depend- yeah, the breathing, depending on how long you've been doing this sometimes you want to get there quicker so you do some quick breaths mm. and longer holds mm-hmm. um but if you're in you know if, if you've got like before you go to bed you have plenty of time so i kind of do this slower where uh you know it's in through the nose in, out in through, through the, the nose mouth. out through the yeah. mouth you know yeah and it takes you know 20 minutes to kind of get into the what they call the astral right or, or the inner world um and it looks like space basically mm. the, the visions they give us of space it, that's what it looks like when you're kind of in there with the even more fantastic than that, actually, the swirling colors and the right. And then you just start, with, and then with the breathing, you just keep that breathing going, and then pretty soon your mind can be f- freed up for the visualization. And then uh, over time, those visualizations will either you'll either fall asleep and it'll turn into a dream, 
or you'll stay awake and, and you'll be on acid. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be on DMT, and the visualization will turn into like a lucid dream. Okay, it's more like mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> where you're you're like you're consciously, but the other sure. thing is, um, so depending on what, it, sometimes I still sometimes I still do guided. If yeah. I want to do a specific uh, shift, like a shift in the timeline, like I just, I really want to make it happen. So then there's a guided meditation to put on a new, a new higher self coat of who you are. And that, right. that one really helps a lot because you're going in for a specific reason and you're accomplishing that, by the way. The guided meditation is cool because you it know, keeps you focused. You know what on you want. Things. Yep. Right. And when it's done, you've done it. Right. You've accomplished it. Right. There is no, you, you failed, you know, you can't do a guided and fail. <laughs> right. Okay. That's what's great about guided. If you don't do guided, you still don't fail, but your mind can take over and you could be, I'm, I'm visualizing light and love now and I'm doing yeah. the whole, and then now I'm doing, you know, it's every five minutes. It can be a like, little spacey. Yeah. Like. Because the longer you maintain a certain uh, intention, right. the more powerful an impact it can have. So that's why you should meditate day and night so you can get through all the subjects, right? Well, I wanted to send love and light to ground. I wanted to do it for the whole world. Well, that's why it says here, do it in the morning and the night, hmm. right? But you shall meditate on it day and night. But well, it, I but think also it's more it's not with a the morning. It's like a preparation, like this is kind of how I want my day to go type of thing. And yeah, then at night, it's sure. being more like gratitude, like, hey, thanks. You know, my day went spectacular. Yeah. You know, it, is there something I can change for tomorrow type of thing? Yeah, and then the, the, those examples come in, you know, the time when you, you know, you didn't like the guy that was cutting you off or, or whatever happened. You know, those things will pop in there. And you can oh, just trans sure. you can transmute those and you can change the past, mm -hmm. uh, revise, as Neville calls it. Um, and then uh, the other thing I want to say about the breathing. The breathing was the most important thing for me when I first started meditating. It, me too. That was like, I just focused on that. And then when it was like really starting to work, I'm like, okay. And then so any other meditation that I ever went to after that, I just start with the breathing and I would get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Breathing is, is uh, breathing is, is the beginning of, because you're taking in the God's breath, you know, so oxygen, right. air, what you breathe isn't oxygen. That's just the 3d rationalization. That's just science. What it actually is, is the breath of God. It's actually the breath of God himself all around us. That's why the kingdom's all around us, within us, right? That's another, it's another uh, uh, you know, if the kingdom is within us and all around us, like the master says, and that's where God lives, right? right. Then, of course, the air would be his breath, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and they call it prana in, in, uh, in the Eastern uh, uh, disciplines and things like that. Gotcha. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up about breathing, it's really kind of a cool spiritual friend thing. Um, they did a study on the name of God, right? Uh, from the Old Testament, I am. They also mm -hmm. call him uh, Yahweh. Right? It's all it's all the same name. Uh, uh, and so Yahweh, right? And so they did this study, and it turns right. out that that Yahweh is actually breathing. It's actually in and out. And the first words you say when you're born is you take your first breath and it's Yahweh, right? Like, so it sounds like this. Really? So the first, 
first word you say when you're born is the name of God, and the last word you say before you exit, before you go to the other dimension, is the name of God. So you don't have to worry about praying before you transform and go to the next dimension because you're going <sighs> to... Wow. Isn't that trippy? Yeah. Dude, that's huge. That's trippy. That's big. And then the other thing is uh, for meditation, there's no right or wrong way. Okay? You can do it the way we're talking about, which is a lot more intentional, so it has more impact in the, sh- in the, in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. But all meditation is a beautiful thing. Like my father said that um, he would use the words meditation when he's on the ocean with the boat, whether he's catching fish or not, just being out there with the silence and he says it's like being it's being with god and it's my meditation and my praying that's what he would say all the time and then him and um my stepmom very peaceful and silent you know and they would give me these experiences that that they've had that i've never even heard of like when the sun goes down and as it hits the horizon right at that moment all the all the uh uh, ocean life popped out of the ocean Mm. at the same time yeah Jumping out, yeah, flying and, fish, yeah, like yeah. celebrating the, the the sunset or whatever. Right, oh, really, did? right. And I guess a bunch of weird stuffs like that has happened to him. And so that's a meditation. Whenever your mind is focused on creation, on on God's wonderful creation, when your mind's focused on bullshit, you know that, that's not a medit. <laughs> that is a meditation. But now you're meditating on bullshit, and now the world's going to reflect bullshit, right? Yeah. So when your mind is focused on anything in regards to his creation, that is wonderful. That makes you go inside. Imaginative. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a meditation. And for some people, you know, that could be uh, even cleaning a house. You know, like your work is a meditation, right? You work with your hands a lot on Mm -hmm. a good day. I can't Mm -hmm. say all the time. You know, work sometimes sucks, but. That's, but does it suck or is it just the way you're perceiving it at the moment, right? Because you'd rather be doing something else. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, work can be a meditation. I know when I get really focused in on my work calls and my different patients and stuff. I, yeah, you take a call before this. You were dialed in for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I was really. Dialed in. Yeah, and I was really. And that was a new client. Yeah, I was really in the moment. And right. I really was invested in that person and getting to know them and trying to you know, figure them out and look at them as a child of God and, and what could their purpose be? And I wonder why they're, they're doing, you know, what, what are these, what are the causes for some of these illnesses? Right. Um, so, you know, don't get hung up on, you know, some people just can't see themselves putting on the headphones and closing their eyes and, 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 and doing the breathing and doing the meditation. That's fine. Just find what works. Yeah. Playing, playing the guitar, going Maybe to the gym, working out. You know, it starts Maybe a there. Song. Maybe just nature sounds. Yeah, maybe. right. Or maybe just listening to music, going on a walk. Right. Uh, but it's not going to be, you know, watching football. You know what I mean? I mean, I love watching football. Yeah, it's got to be a little more mellow. Yeah, right. I mean, because your mind's going to be, your mind's going to be constantly moving about the stats. There's nothing wrong with watching football. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to no, say one I thing's know. better than the other. There's a place for everything. You can't meditate all day. Nothing will get done, right? The whole society collapses. We're just, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all the, you know, nothing's getting fixed. We're all just, uh, mm. that'd be kind of interesting. We're all just floating into the air. Just, oh, full watching ascension. football and oh my meditating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> football's on in the background mm. you know what that's the other thing i, I shouldn't say that basketball sometimes you know, like golf and stuff <laughs> i'll fall asleep and like take a nap on sundays because the guy's voice is, oh yes you know so hey, I, I guess i shouldn't that's say what it. Happens. It, might not, it might be football i was gonna say that with some of these meditations on like youtube or wherever you yeah. find a guided one in apple music uh sometimes the voice is just so soothing 
it knocks you out like you know it doesn't even yeah doesn't even have anything to do with breath or whatever else or even <laughs> what they're talking about man I, it's just the voice there's this one girl sarah sarah raymond on mindful meditations and it's on youtube i i don't know just her voice right there just knocks me oh really it's just, just really soft and soothing when i watch uh competitive halo on twitch i fall asleep every time yeah, I've fallen asleep to it. golf. To whoever that announcer is for the PGA, I've knocked out at least five times watching that on Sunday. Okay, uh, we're gonna finish. <laughs> we're gonna finish up with. Um, oh wait, did we go? And that was a great shot. He no, put no, it no. within ten feet of the. Oh, cup. we were gonna. I was. I wanted to. Um, you had mentioned because we were talking about shifting timelines. And um, and getting to the kingdom, bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth, what that's going to look like. And you said, you know, I think that the biggest time for a timeline shift is obviously when you wake up in the morning after a big sleep. Yeah. And I go, well, absolutely. I mean, that, that gives the 3D so much time to rationalize and gives you time for your spirit to choose depending on what you've been working towards. And so... <laughs> Then you said, isn't there something in the Bible about a new day or yeah, it's going to be, it's all going to be new. And so we looked it up. Behold, he makes all things new. <laughs> right. And right? it's, and it, yeah, yeah. Look that one up. But this one, Isaiah 58 verse eight, um, you know, and don't forget, uh, uh, I am the light. You are the light. Right? He is in me. And I am and in you. He is in me. I'm in you. Right. Yeah, Isaiah, right. Isaiah 58 verse eight, then your light will break out like the dawn. And your recovery will speedily spring forth. And your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Yeah. Look at there. That's great. And that's, that's when I looked up, you know, uh, uh, a verse about sleep. Uh, a, a new day. Sorry about that. A new mm -hmm. day. So when you, when you wake up, you know, your light will break out like the dawn. Yeah. And your recovery will... If that's your intention, you know, now that we're, if you do what he says, right? If you love God with all your heart and all your mind and you love your neighbor, okay, and you're doing that, then your shifting will be, you know, a new day. It'll be your light will break out like the dawn. Obviously, if you're not loving God and not loving your neighbor, the next day will bring forth, you know, darkness <laughs> or the same thing, you know, break out rinse, like repeat of, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Like an explosion. Um, what was that one you found in Romans? I was trying to find that. I couldn't find. That's it. the one I wanted to find. Mm. The Romans oh, one. Okay. This is the best it's one. It's this one. Yeah, it's Romans thirteen twelve. The night is almost gone, and the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. I mean, what? Yes, dude, that is huge, right? Romans thirteen twelve. Yeah. The night is almost gone. And the day is near. Therefore, let us lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. I mean, we can unpack that thing all day. Is this the next episode? That's, I think so. I mean, my I God. I think that's the next episode. Yeah. And because you, you know, the armor of light, so you think about the armor of God, that's the one, you know, everyone always talks about. But what about this? What about the armor of light? And lay aside the deeds the of deeds of darkness. Lay us, lay that them aside. Right there tells so, me because nothing how, ever good happens after ten or eleven p.m. Right, so right? Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's yeah, like, dude, just go to bed and let's get ready to fight. Let's get ready to let's let's get ready for the light. Bring the light. Lay aside. So lay 
and you started um, uh, earlier in the episode, you were like, you know, it's impossible, these things. Sure. But just wanting to do it changes everything, right? Mm-hmm. Just your intention. Of course. And then here it is, as Neville would tell us, to revise the past, right? Changing the past. Lay aside your deeds of darkness. Not only the deeds of the world's darkness, but of Yours. your own. Yours. The night is almost gone and the day is near. Lay aside. So this is telling you, lay aside your deeds of darkness. And also, God is going to lay your deeds of darkness aside for a new day. Right. But today, why don't you put on the armor of light? You know, be who you're supposed to be. Hey, this one goes hand in hand with that one we just read about the meditation. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, focus on this book of law. Oh, yeah, meditate you know on it mean? day and night. Meditate on this book of law, and then you'll be successful. And then you'll be successful and I mean, prosperous. it's kind of the same thing. Absolutely. Lay aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. Yeah. The night is almost gone, and the day is near. I mean, I just love that, dude. I know, it's so It's good. crazy. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. This mm-hmm. is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Notice it doesn't say, this is the night which the Lord <laughs> Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Right? It's yeah. time to go to sleep. Yeah. And we're doing this episode in the daytime. It's our first episode we've ever done in wow. the daytime. It is. Do we sound nice? Do we sound more vibrant? Probably. I pre- probably do. I can't wait to Are we going to go back and listen and see? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> no, yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm sure we do. Oh, my Man. gosh. Couple two times. in the afternoon's a big difference from two in the morning. Oh, you guys have no idea. Yeah. But we had to get through the darkness to get to the light, right? That's right. That's right. Um. So... You know, whatever you do, do it with love for yourself and love for God, you know, whichever way you understand uh, God. And, you know, just wanting to do this, you guys. I went to a meeting on Friday. Okay. This guy who references higher power or God. Right. He says it. Oh, he says it. Yeah. It led me to do this. Yeah. That's like me saying spirit. To help people. Right. Holy Spirit or spirit. It. Oh, every time Spirit he referenced it. it, it was it. I'm like, man, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Spirit <laughs> it. You can call sure, it it. Sure. Whatever's going to lead somebody to love their neighbor. Right. And, right. And and uh, and take it out of the law, uh, you know, when they judge others or judge themselves. That's the other just thing. Just wanting to do that. Yes. If you just take it out of the law, if you catch yourself doing it, and then you know, take it out of the law as quickly as possible. And boom, that changes the, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. The fact that you even stopped and wanted to take it out of the law. Which law? The law of love, loving God and loving your neighbor. You violate it, we're gonna. It's gonna take longer for this whole thing to. But it sounds like you guys, we're all it sounds you know, like a lot of people. Are we're all doing board. it, yeah and, yeah. and and this kingdom's coming quicker than I've. I mean, it's it's ha- it's just light speed right now. It's faster than I thought. I know it's happening really fast now. Right. Tim and I haven't seen each other in a while. I got him up to speed, and he's ready to just run out of the front door screaming <laughs> anyway um hope you enjoyed the show we'll see you next time we love you i love you all righty later later